You're gonna be all right, kid. I haven't got a complaint in the world, Rock. I'm not afraid. Rock, someday when the team's up against it, brakes are beating the boys. Ask them to go in there with all they've got. Win just one for the Kipper. I don't know where I'll be then. But I'll know about it. The odds were against us up there, but we went in anyway. I'm glad. Captain made the right decision. Pilot's name was George Zip. George Zip said that? The last thing he said to me, Doc, he said, sometime, the crew is up against it. The brakes are beating the boys. Tell them to get out there and give it all they've got. And win just one for the zipper. I don't know where I'll be then, Doc, he said. That won't smell too good, that's for sure. This is It Happened One Year. A look back at the events big and small, famed and forgotten from... 1967. Hey, everybody. We're doing it again. Welcome to the show. Literally. It Happened One Year, 1967. Take two. Uh, I liked on take one when I was like, we're doing it again, and you were like, but different. And oh. now you've thrown all that out the window. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because we're now doing it on the West Coast. Differently. This is our West Coast episode. Yeah. Yeah. So to walk through this again, what, where are our, normally our episodes taking place? Oh, yes. So most of the time we record in Illinois at our house. That's true, in Chicago. And, yep, in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, we also have recorded in uh, Indiana. At the drive-in. At the drive-in. In it, Valparaiso. Yeah, one of the... Uh, uh, best sounding episodes I think we've ever done. Yes, our two drive-in episodes both sound great. Oof. Yeah. Um, and then we also recorded one in New York, which also sounded not so great. The epitome of bad sounding episodes. Yeah. And yet super popular because Dave Garden, radio genius. Yeah. Yeah. We were literally in a kitchen with an enormous metal table, so yeah. the sound just bounced everywhere. So as we started to record this episode, we realized we were too close to the kitchen here in the rental house in Palm Springs, California. California. And it was way too echoey, so we are oh, now yeah. in the bedroom in Palm Springs, California. <laughs> exactly. And so here we are, it happening one year. Yeah. Yes, it did. It did indeed still happen one year. It did. It did. Ah. Uh, so while we're on vacation, yep. thought we would uh, we would uh, roll this out. I I don't even really sure uh, why we do this because we brought, <laughs> we've brought the microphone on vacation before and we don't record anything. Oh, we failed to. I thought you meant the show in general. <laughs> <laughs> That's always also a question. But no, like because like when we went yeah. east, we tra- we've never recorded an episode in Pennsylvania where nope. I grew up or at your parents' house where nope. you grew up. Yep, I did. <laughs> so, I did. That's where I was most of the time. But you know, like we've talked about it, and we just don't. Wisconsin, we did no. win a county when we got back. Yeah. It can be hard to find good, relevant topics for the places that we go. Not a lot of interesting things happened in 1994 or 1967 in Bainbridge, New York, or yeah. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Not that I can recall. That, that we could come up with. Yeah. Um, we struggled a little bit uh, with California. As you can tell, the the happening the one year uh, did not necessarily happen in Palm Springs, which is where we are. No. I looked for Palm... There's weirdly a lot of Palm Springs newspapers digitized online, so I looked yeah. for stuff. But I got through a couple months and I was like, nothing happened in this town. Like, nope. But one of the absolute first things that I did run across 
was today's topic, was the January 2nd, 1967 inauguration of Ronald Reagan as the governor. Yes. I love when we start early in the year. Yeah. Like, we want to, this is one of the first things that happened in 1967. Kicking it right up. But that's why so little of what we're going to talk about actually took place in 67. <laughs> yes. Because it was the second day and yeah. everything was before that that we're going to lead up to. But... Uh, I think the other reason we landed on this as a topic uh, that we actually are going to do yeah. is because yesterday we went and saw the Palm Springs cemeteries. Oh, we did. Oh, baby. Yeah. And, I, you know, I like a good cemetery. Yeah, it's so. frequently the first thing we do in a new city. Yeah. So what were your uh, highlights from the cemeteries? Because I think a lot of this actually does connect a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we saw Frank Sinatra's grave, which Very. was kind of amazing. Out here in Palm Springs. Yeah. I Pretty ex- good. I expected more. <laughs> Yeah, you thought that'd be a bigger thing, but that yeah. whole cemetery is all plates. It's just flat. No stones. Yeah. And so I think that that... Everybody uh, looks basically the same. It did look like his had been recently updated. Yeah, I assume. Which good for him. Because, man, the desert sun really did a, a number on a lot of those yeah, plates. Real hard to see. Can't really tell most of them, yeah. Mac McDonald, the yes. co-founder of McDonald's, you can barely see that thing. No. Yeah. Um, we were like, we think that's him? I guess yeah. this is it, but... Uh, we saw William Powell's grave. We did. We saw Sonny Bono's grave. Yeah, we saw uh, uh, Betty Hutton and... Yep. A couple other people. Yeah, some yeah. other people. <laughs> right. But when we went to the... Then there's, across the street from that cemetery, there's a mausoleum. Yep. Where we saw Dinah Shore. Dinah Shore. Tying us back to um, 94. We almost were going to break out the microphone. Yeah. And do, but we thought that would be tasteless. <laughs> yes. We have done tasteless things in front of graves. Not that tasteless, but somewhat yeah. tasteless things. <laughs> We've taken pictures. Don't... Yeah. don't yeah. They're going to think we did all kinds of... <laughs> we didn't play Monopoly on somebody's grave. Okay, but we did once put on birthday hats to take a picture. So It was my was, birthday. It was Joe's birthday, so we had to put on birthday hats. Um, to take a picture in front of William McKinley's grave. Nope. Uh, Andrew Garfield's... Nope. What's oh his name? Oh, my God. James Garfield's James grave. James Garfield's grave. I thought you were going to segue into what we're actually talking about. Well, we're at the mausoleum. <laughs> the other grave we saw there was Jane Wyman. Yeah. Who was Ronald Reagan's first wife. Yep. First wife? First wife. I think that's true. From what I could tell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she, of course, does not become the first lady, but she was his first wife. And so... As we were talking about, well, what can we talk about? Yeah. I always had on the list that 67 that, you know, Reagan became governor. This is the, his first political office. Yeah. And he ultimately turns into, you know, the villain of our time. But mm-hmm. I, I, so I thought we would get that. But I thought we would do more of a general politics episode. Because yeah. there's a couple other political elections, things to talk about. Yeah. But we're not going to get into all that. We're just going to talk about Reagan. Yeah. Look, listeners, as you can probably guess, this is not a pro-Reagan podcast, but we are trying hard not to make it a strictly anti-Reagan podcast, because that's not what we do. We don't have a political podcast. Our opinions will come through, but we are talking about what happened one year, 1967. Right. That's the goal. There's at least a chance season three is in the 80s, and then we can let Reagan have it Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? But in the 60s, Reagan's a different person in the 60s, and especially at this point where he's barely a politician. Yeah. So so let's let's get a little background. Ronald Wilson Reagan... Where was uh, wh- where does this guy kick it off? Where is this uh, guy? What what's it all about? I what's it all about? Run up. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So I I maybe should have done more research. I didn't know that his middle name was Wilson. Yeah, that's interesting. R W R. Uh, good for him. Um, okay, so Reagan himself. Yeah. From uh, our our home state of Illinois. Yeah. There's a whole interstate uh, that's yeah. got his name slapped onto <laughs> yeah. it now. I eighty eight. I was doing research and I said to Joe, "Did you know that?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's why yeah. we have that highway there. Yeah. And he's from like northern Illinois. He's you would think he's downstate, yeah. but he's like way oh, almost by Iowa yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah. He grew up yeah, grew up the like any uh, kid in the teens and twenties would have grown up. He lived above some sort of store. Sure. Uh and when he moved to the White House he used to say that it was like living above that store again. Mm. 
Oh, because the residence is upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's nice. So, okay, but he grew up, he went to college, you know, he did all the things that, that normal people do. Then in the 30s, he moved to Iowa, uh, to Des Moines, mm. to become an announcer for the Cubs, which is confusing. Oh, maybe they had a... Yeah. yeah. They said his specialty... He, he did travel some with the Cubs, and I'll get to that in a second, but they said that his specialty was creating play-by-play accounts of games using only basic descriptions that the station received by wire as the games were in progress. Oh. So for some reason... Oh, and I don't know why. He was in Iowa. They would wire him the updates on the games, and he'd tell the people what was happening in the Cubs games. A my, lot of Cubs fans in Iowa, I guess. Yeah, I mean, my guess is probably that there weren't nation broadcasts, right? Like national broadcasts yeah. of games. So yeah. they yeah. must have had to do it that way, but that does seem uh, yeah. pretty bonkers. Yeah, but he was really good at it. Yeah. Um, and then he was, but he traveled some of the Cubs because that's how he actually got his Warner Brothers contract. He was like in California with the Cubs, and I, I don't know, it was like a Pamela Anderson situation where they picked him out of the crowd. I don't know, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I mean, Ray. <laughs> And Pamela Anderson, very similar. <laughs> very similar. Yeah. Very similar. But yeah, so uh, he signed like a seven-year deal with Warner Brothers, became an actor. Yeah. And I'm not going to go through everything that he did, because who wants to listen to that? Yeah. But uh, a couple of things I wanted to highlight. Everyone knows this probably, and although I had to ask Joe to clarify. Um, he was in a movie where he played George Gipp, the mm-hmm. football player, uh, with the famous line, win one for the Gipper. Yeah. He the, was known... The, the as new the, Rockney story Yeah, the new, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was known as the Gipper uh, his whole life. Yeah, the Gipper and Dutch seemed to be his yeah. nicknames, right? Because well, Dutch was that book well, way later. So, yes, but he got the nickname Dutch because his dad thought he looked like the Dutch boy. From the paint, from I the guess? From the paint cans? Yeah, oh. uh, when he had a weird Dutch boy haircut. Oh, okay. And so he started calling him Dutch. Oh. They said that only uh, stuck through his childhood, but apparently that that was incorrect. I mean, I, I didn't know that. I never, I know, I wasn't real up on Reagan stuff. I just know that there was like a biography of him oh. when he, before, right when he died around oh, then. Oh, called, called Dutch. Yeah, yeah that so. makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. was his childhood, childhood nickname. Oh. The Gipper was much more famous yeah. for him, yeah. yeah. But one of my favorite things is you're talking about books about him. He was in a movie called King's Row in 1942 okay. um, where he played a double amputee. And in the movie, he says the line, where's the rest of me? Which in 1965, he then used as a title of his autobiography. <laughs> Why would you do that? Maybe that was a pretty popular it's movie. A, it's a bad yeah. line. And also, yeah. well, it's a terrible title that's, for an autobiography. That's pretty weird. Given where it comes from. So yeah, yeah. Uh, where's the rest of me? <laughs> Uh, quote from uh, King's Row. I do wonder about, like, you know, politicians tend to write biographies before they run for president yeah. or for something like yeah. that. But, like, you, somebody like Ronald Reagan, who already has a big established life, like, can you anybody go back and read that biography now and not be kind of like, this is nothing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you, know, you know, it's like when, like, when, like, like a 21 year old actor writes a, like, a biography and you're like, okay, yeah. like, this is nothing. Relax. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I get it, but, like, yeah, that's goofy. Yeah. yeah. It's totally goofy. Um, and so then in 42, he went into the, he, uh, he was already in the military, but he was called up to active duty military service, but he had terrible eyes. So he basically just did stuff in California. Oh. Uh, so he was active in the, he had like jobs, but yeah. he couldn't go overseas. He was farming. He was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was unclear to me what the jobs were that, that they were describing. I, it seems like they just put him in the, in the military and let him sit there. For oh, while, so I thought you were trying to like hint around that maybe he was a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> They got a lot of jabs, but you know they, they weren't specified. Yeah, don't you know, worry about it. About. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he was a pimp. He wasn't a pimp. No. Yeah. Um, That's probably best. But I don't know what you heard about him. Did you get, did you get my joke? <laughs> he, he ain't no pimp. <laughs> no, that was a good joke. Thank you, yeah. uh, listeners. That was a reference to the song "PIMP." <laughs> so everybody can also Who's come along on this journey. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. That's you. 
Because you always just sing that. I know. And then there's a line from a Digital Underground song that I think is also like a sample of something. Is yeah. You ain't no pimp. Rest days are froze. <laughs> and I don't know honestly what that's from either. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. This is great. We really great, brought people great. on this. I don't know what you heard about me. Put a bitch can't get a dollar out of me. No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see. Then I'm a mother and be out of here. It's a good thing that we're rapping. You ain't no Cause pimp. Cause it wasn't for the rapping. You're a red band. It's a good thing that we're rapping. Cause if it wasn't for the rapping, we'd be macking. It's a good thing that we're rapping. You're a red band. We really blew through his movie career and not mentioned Bedtime for Bonzo, the movie with him and the monkey. <laughs> yes. That's literally the only movie I know that all he right. was in besides the new Rockney movie. You take it. No, that's all I know. It's like, it's him and a monkey. It's like, remember that, that <laughs> movie that Matthew, Matt LeBlanc Ed, made? Yeah, what, Ed? it called Ed? Yeah. Like the monkey played baseball yeah. or something? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, Reagan, it seemed like whenever he was mentioned his movie career, Bedtime for Bonzo always came oh. up because it was essentially him and a monkey, like, palling around or something. Like, Wait, was Ed a remake of a Ronald Reagan movie? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> is is Mala Blank going to be compressed? I don't think <laughs> it's... A, no, I don't... I, I just, like, that's the first thing yeah. that, like, you know... Or, like, Dunstan checks in, which I believe yeah, yeah. is Jason Alexander and a and monkey. monkey, yeah. Uh, so, you know, monkey movies are popular. Like, <laughs> let's get a monkey and, like, a guy's... And there's going to be funny, you Yeah. Know. I think that's what Bedtime for Bonzo was. Oh. I, I believe Bonzo's the monkey. <laughs> I don't think Reagan played Bonzo. <laughs> so, yeah. And the monkey puts him to bed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. The monkey's, like, his caretaker. <laughs> so, yeah. That wouldn't be a very... I just wanted to make sure we threw that out there. Yeah. We didn't forget Bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. Okay, near the end of it, we're going to fast forward to the end of his acting career, which I think was about 50s. He uh, started to do some work for GE. He was on like GE Nighttime Theater or something it was called. Oh, he was wasn't a fixing, show. he was fixing refrigerators? He was not fixing refrigerators, but it was his uh, like interactions with like uh, executive at GE who was really anti-union that basically flipped him from being a Democrat to a Republican because he was a Democrat like his whole life. Yeah. Um, a big FDR fan fan and yeah. then he met this guy from GE who was like anti-union pro-business and then he became a, a real asshole I yeah. would say. It's funny how many of like the world's worst Republicans started out just as Democrats. Oh yeah. yeah. Just amoral, we're going to switch yeah. parties, whatever. Yeah, you know. but basically the, the I tried to research this a little bit more but all you can ever really find is that he, he got in with these executives who were like, hey, business is good and unions are bad and yeah. they're like, yeah, they are. We can make money off of that. <laughs> um, and also he thought he personally paid a lot in Texas. Sure. So, of course he did. Yeah. yeah. What a what a guy. Anyway, he did some uh, work in politics uh, around the time of the war, both a little bit before, but mostly after the war, where he was uh, he was elected to the SAG board, the Screen Actors yeah, Guild. Yeah, he wasn't he the president. And of then SAG he for became a while? VP, and then became the president through the well, uh, uh, I don't remember the name of them, but the the major labor disputes where there was the big strike. Uh, it's two people's names that escapes me right now. Um, but then oh, also, Taft Hartley. Yeah, Taft yeah, Hartley. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then also through the House Un-American Affairs Committee communism stuff, mm. uh, where it was eventually revealed that during the late '40s, he and his wife Jane Wyman mm. were like giving names to the FBI of people who they thought were communists. Wonderful. So uh, an- just another way, this guy was a an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> an asshole, and then, but but he like he wasn't cool with it. There are quotes of him being like, "I don't really like this, but I'm gonna do it." Fair. It's gross. Mm. Speaking of Jane Wyman, did you know they announced their engagement at the Chicago Theater? No kidding. Yeah. Just that while they were there watching a movie. From what I could tell. Interesting. Yeah. Or do they invite people there and people are like, why are we going to the Chicago <laughs> Theater? <tonight?" laughs> the, but, the Reagans are talking. Yeah, they've yeah. got things to say. Yeah. Um, Interesting. 
Yeah, so that was weird. Yeah, um, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Who gets engaged at the Chicago Theater? Right. Yeah. They, they announced it there. I don't know yeah. if it was a press conference or I don't know that what was it was. That was a movie theater, yeah. I mean, back then. Yeah. yeah. I get, probably just right there. Probably yeah. by the by the concessions. You know. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting uh, a glass of wine. Well, would you like some Twizzlers or marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I was hoping your Reagan impression would come out during it's, this. I don't do a yeah, good Reagan. It, was, it yeah. wasn't bad, though. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad. Okay, so so in the fifties, with the G stuff, he became a Republican. He started like giving speeches and like having sure. opinions, and this sort of it sort of jumped off of him being the SAG president. That was sort of a his first foray into quote unquote politics. Mm. Uh, she Jane Wyman did cite his involvement with SAG as a reason for their divorce. Mm, fair. Like he just didn't didn't want to be a political wife. Interesting. But he started coming out. He made a video in nineteen sixty one saying that uh, the Medicare legislation would be the end of freedom in America. Yeah. Uh, Anti Medicare. Yeah. Definitely proven wrong there called mm-hmm. it socialism uh, he opposed food stamps raising the minimum wage and the peace corps yeah i don't know what he has against the peace corps you know i actually did look i ran into this so i yeah. looked this up a little bit because i was like why would anybody be against the peace corps and i couldn't find his quotes about it but nixon's quotes about it are yeah. very much like uh it would create like a, a nation of draft dodgers and like what was the other quote something about them being like lazy good for nothings or something um the peace corps yeah, the occult of escapism is what Nixon referred Holy to. Holy shit! Because Kennedy created it. That's yeah. all it was. And in the early, in the in his pre, you know, uh, political career, Reagan was very much just a puppet of Nixon. I mean, yeah, Nixon yeah. created Reagan in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that period of time, against all those things, the one thing he was for, the NRA. Yeah, lifelong member. Huge surprise. Huge supporter of the NRA. Yeah. yeah. Cowboy Ron Reagan from Northern <laughs> Illinois. You know where all the cowboys come from. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Texas himself, Dixon, Illinois' Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, that he lived most of his life in California. Yeah, confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like when Hillary ran for uh, the Senate in New York. We don't joke about that. Confusing. <laughs> it made total sense. Yeah, okay. Because right. the seat was available. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a house there now. Sure. You know what? Shut up. She was out wandering in those woods. After the <laughs> yes, those was. are New York woods. Yeah. Ah, yeah, the were. New York woods. Yeah. Um, and then in 64, he, he gave a speech for Goldwater that was called the A Time for Choosing speech, mm-hmm. where he was basically all like, uh, big government sucks, small government's great. Yeah. And that pivoted him into his uh, running for uh, the governor of California. Yeah. Did not help Barry Goldwater. Did not. Who got walloped in the 64 yeah. election. Thanks, Reagan. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think, you know, I think it's interesting that like, you know, Reagan gets involved in politics at all because it almost is like by accident, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the way the 60s lay out, yeah. the only reason he even runs is because of the riots. Yeah. So the governor in California at the time was Pat Brown, yeah. who was elected in 58 and becomes governor in 59. Yeah. And Pat Brown was, by all accounts, pretty popular as a Democrat, even though California was and has always kind of been sort of Republican just because it's so big. Yeah. And there's so many people, even with L.A. I mean, it, it, anymore, it, I don't think uh, it never goes red in, in presidential no. elections. But they have a lot of Republican governors oh, and things yeah. like that. They have uh, red districts in the House. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 such a big state. Yeah. You know, but back then, especially, I think, before L.A. became so big. Yeah. You know, for the most part, you would see a lot of this. Yeah. And so Pat Brown, even becoming governor, was like, you know, he's a Democrat and he was fairly popular. Yeah. And he gets in there and for his first like run, he's, you know, he's mostly the issues with California then seem to be water, which is also the problem now, I guess. But, you know, at that point, it was still this idea that like, you know, so many people live in Southern California and they have so little of the water there. How are we going to redirect the water? And his like big accomplishment was figuring that out with the, like there was like the the Pat Brown aqueduct or whatever was named after him. So, so that was like a big accomplishment and he was very popular. Yeah. 
Um, and then he famously beat Ray, uh, beat Nixon in 62. Yeah. When Nixon, after losing to Kennedy in 60, he comes back just... And, like, they even said, like, Nixon wasn't trying... He didn't want to be the governor of California. He's yeah. just trying to stay a national figure. Yeah. And, and he loses and gives the famous not going to have Nixon to kick around speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's after that election. Yep. So that's Pat Brown's, you know, he's got all this momentum. Yeah. But then once you get into, like, the mid-60s, when things start to really go wrong in the country, Vietnam, you know. Yeah. The 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 Watts riots in 65 and all the Berkeley protests in 65. Yeah. That's what really undoes Pat Brown. But without those, there's no real reason Reagan would have even run. Yeah. Right? Because, like, Pat Brown is so popular and there's no, gov- there's no governor term limits here. Yeah. That, like... Pat Brown running for the third term in 66, you know, there's no reason to think that this wouldn't continue. Yeah. And if that hadn't happened, you can see the path where Reagan just never gets into yeah. politics. Like, he's just the Screen Actors Guild president and then just, yeah. you know, he still sort of was acting and doing stuff. Like, maybe he would have run. It's possible. Yeah. But there isn't a good, you know, avenue for him yeah. without that. I-, I like that timeline better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's just like it's such a narrow thing. It's not like he was already in politics. Yep. So it's never like he had to run, you yeah. know, like Nixon running again makes sense because, you know, he, he so desperately wanted to be president. Yeah. And then Bobby Kennedy gets killed and the void just opens up. But, yep. you know, as far as Reagan is concerned, never really had to happen. So so him getting in is kind of a fluke. Yeah. Right. But the writing was really on the wall for Pat Brown, even from the primary. So Pat Brown primaried in 66 by... The uh, the mayor of Los Angeles, uh, Sam Yorty. Oh, sure. Who got 40% of the primary vote. Wow. Against the two-term incumbent governor. Yikes. So right then, I think the Republicans yeah. knew, like, this, we can we can beat this guy for yeah. sure, right? And Sam Yorty, by all accounts, was fairly, he's mayor of LA, so yeah. he's going to have that. But he wasn't, like, some sort of huge figure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Pat Brown, this was coming off of his real popular period before and yeah. like he was almost uh LBJ's vice president. Oh really? Uh, he was in the he was in the the small mix with Humphrey yep. and uh there was I guess there was no vice president after Kennedy died. It's only a year. Oh right. But I couldn't find I, I don't think they appointed anybody. So yeah. um so it's for the his actual running mate. So he was in the mix for that. Yep. He was he was a a you know a big a big help to Kennedy too in 60. I don't think he was ever seriously considered as the running mate, but he yeah. was like Yep. In that conversation, yeah. too. He was that big a national figure. Sure. So. so he had that going for him. But, yeah, but he he made some uh, some mistakes yeah. on his uh, on his journey towards the 66 election. But, quickly. Yes. We'll pivot back to Reagan. Okay. Because Reagan's primary, also sort of interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he soundly defeats the San Francisco mayor, George Christopher. Oh. But George Christopher is the last Republican to be the mayor of San Francisco. Oh, wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like, I never think of that. Because Chicago, I always think of it as like the one place where yeah. there, it's one party as the mayor forever. Yep. But San Francisco, since 65 or something, yeah. solidly Democrat. Which oh. makes sense. Yeah. I and couldn't think what the next I, one would be. I don't be. know when they would ever have a Republican mayor again. Seems insane, yeah. right? But like, I think San Francisco, again, around this time, changes so much yeah. that like there's no going back so yeah. I wonder if they run a Republican like if they even bother like how like there's no Republican mayor candidate in Chicago that just doesn't yeah. happen so yeah. they must have one I don't, but I don't know. know I don't know it's still California yeah yeah I don't know but George Christopher uh, did not uh, did not get it done nope uh, and then they go to the actual election, and Reagan won every county except three. Wow! Won by a million votes, nine hundred and like ninety thousand votes. Oh Destroyed Pat Brown. Wasn't even close. Oh wow! Yeah. So I mean, oh, sad. But I think this is also speaks towards like how Reagan kept getting elected the rest of his life. It's just yeah. he, you know because he's charismatic as an actor. Like, yeah. A charismatic Republican can win elections. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. That's just what it is. As long as you don't listen too closely to what he's saying. Right. Yeah. It's how what it's how they sound more so right. than what they say. Right. So. But yeah, that was really it. Even with all of Reagan's 
you know, entrenched Republican stuff, even then being a little extreme. Like, yeah. Like, I'm sure people didn't like protests, but he was so anti-protest yeah. like, that they had, you know, a, he ran on the whole Berkeley thing. Yeah. You know? I, I think what's interesting about his, even some of the quotes I was reading of his, but I think some Republicans, not many these days, but, but some Republicans do this where they can talk about, like, really heinous policies in a way that makes them sound palatable Mm. like oh we're just it's just small government like you don't want a lot of government in your life i mean it means we're not going to feed people and people are going to die and we're going to let people live on the streets and and people won't get health care like don't worry about that part but it's small government don't worry about it small government sounds great yeah small government sounds great everyone hates government but but what it means is that actually like people are going to (laughs) suffer we're going to take that funding and give it to rich people yes what it all is actually yes yes and the military yeah yeah which is let's face it reagan's legacy yes reagan creating the modern fiscal republican party nixon of course creating the uh, emotional republican party from that point on the cultural stuff the only other thing i wanted to mention about pat brown which i think is hilarious and i'm gonna see if this actually exists i assume it does but he ran an ad which a lot of people also credit with him getting just crucified in california was he ran an ad during this election. The ad is like, and it's like a school teacher talking to children, and it, they want to remind them about how an actor killed Abraham Lincoln. <gasps> <laughs> apparently, oh, no. apparently, this didn't go over well with the uh, the electing populace. <laughs> Well, that's a bad call. That's yeah. just a bad call. Good try, Pat. Good yeah, try. Yeah, so, I know. I missed but that didn't work out. But we talked about this a little bit, but Pat Brown's son is Jerry yeah. Brown. Jerry Brown. Who then was a weirdly elected uh, governor from 73 to 80, yeah. 75 to 83, and again from 2011 to 2019. <laughs> Jerry yeah. Brown, a career California governor. <laughs> also, so. Reagan in the middle of two Browns, what I would call the center of a Brown sandwich. The old Brown sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> R- little rye, little rye. Little Reagan. Little Reagan. That's what it was. Yeah, Yeah, Little Schmear Reagan. (laughs) So that's how that worked out. Are you going to name this episode Little Schmear Reagan? Little Schmear Reagan, I think it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, So without getting too much into Reaganomics and the the collapse of democracy, what else would you really point to with Reagan as being the lasting impact? Because we've talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, He sucks. I would say... (laughs) Beyond the fact of how much he sucks... Oh, okay. uh, ...is the fact that now... Any celebrity can run for office. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, that's that's a better answer. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that somebody did before Reagan, but Reagan being the huge figure he was, and even though he wasn't, he's not like an all-time Hollywood great. Like, he was famous, but he wasn't like much of an actor. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't Gary Cooper. He wasn't Cary Grant. He was in that movie with that monkey, though. He did. I mean, well, that's his claim to fame. He (laughs) co-starred with that monkey. So, but, you know, Jason Alexander hasn't had a great film career either, so it all makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, I think that that really opens that door yeah. uh, to everybody, including Sonny Bono, whose grave we saw yesterday. Yes. I mean, I think this is where we first started to get the inkling that people are stupid. Yeah. And they will elect just someone that they know and like for other reasons, like, say, they hosted The Celebrity Apprentice. Like, this sure. is where this came from. Right. Yeah. Especially in California, where then Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. got eight oh, years as governor. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <gasps> Can I tell you my best uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger joke, though? Sure. This was, uh, so, uh, this is my, I, we're going to take it way back. You can cut this if you want. But right. <laughs> first year uh, undergrad psych 101 class. Psych 101? Psych 101, I think. And we were talking about humanistic education, which is this idea that, you know, grades are inflated and da da da. And it's a, it was a movement and whatever. So we're talking about humanistic education. And apparently Arnold had some sort of campaign at the time to try and, like, 
get rid of this as an idea. I don't know. Um, but my like stone faced psychology professor, who is this guy, this big guy always wore, wore a cardigan um, and straight face. Yeah, Arnold wants to terminate humanistic education. And I wrote it in my <laughs> notebook and that he made that joke in like 2001. <laughs> This is 21 years ago. Wonderful. It stays with me. It's a great joke. It's uh, it's nice when a teacher can touch a student. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Well, well, hello. Hello. I, in, a, in, in, a, doing, in an academic sense. We're doing inappropriate things. Oh, my God. No, um, no, no, no. Oh, my God. But, but I'm sure everyone made that joke. That's the thing. Is like That's yeah. the one I remember. But I, I realized yeah. as I was telling that story, that's the only joke. Yeah. That's the best. Like, I mean, I would assume, I don't remember specifically, but I would yeah. assume, like, on his campaign, he must have been using, like, I would imagine, a bunch of movie yeah. quotes, like, just saying, like, I'll be back to Sacramento, to <laughs> run the, you know, like, in my second term. Like, I don't know. I'm sure he just did, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess he's, like, you know, I guess when you think of celebrities, yeah. really, it's, like, Trump and him, right? Just because it's this modern thing. But, I mean, you've had a fair number of people and athletes who have gotten in oh, there. yeah. People like, say... Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura was the yep. governor of Minnesota yep. some years ago. I mean, Jesse Ventura <laughs> was, I mean, he's an athlete and he's an actor, sort of. So, yeah. like, But I remember that being just the most ridiculous yeah. thing, right? Even though we had already had Reagan, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, but he was a, he was an independent, right, Jesse Ventura? I, th- I think that's true. I don't think he actually I think had that's a true. part. that's true, yeah. yeah. Um, well, of course, uh, Al Franken. Our friend Al Franken. Well, let's not go that far. Al Franken took that one weird eh, picture. But I can't. I can't. I do have a picture of me with Al Franken where he was signing a book. It was like months before that happened. Right, months before that. <laughs> I loved Al Franken. Big, big 70s SNL fan. So yeah. when all that happened, I was sad. Yeah. But now, like, again, if that happened now, there's no way he should re- he should resign yeah. or would resign. I know. Considering the way things have gone. Well, let's not let's not talk more about this. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Cynthia Nixon ran for oh, she did. governor or something? Yeah. Senate? That uh, didn't work. It wasn't said it. Governor? It was um Mayor in New York? Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember now actually what it was governor or mayor. It was one of those. I don't yeah. think it was for Congress. Yeah. So that didn't work out. No. Um because people still hate women. So women celebrities yes. have yes. not really broken not successful. this ceiling yeah, of uh celebrity uh, that's politics. A, that's a good point. Nothing I can think of offhand anyway. Uh, pe- uh mostly it's Oh, were we just talking no, we were just talking about somebody. A woman? Uh-huh. Oh, um Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple, she, I, there, you know, this is on the list for 67. Yeah. Shirley Temple, I know, became an ambassador of some sort. But yeah, yeah. I think she got elected to Congress. Yeah. So it's on the list somewhere. Yeah, we're so not we going to look it up. That. That's true. <laughs> that, now, Shirley Temple, to your point, is she was a celebrity. But yeah. she was only, like, a kid actor. Yeah. And then she disappears for, like, 30 years and then comes back as a politician. Yeah. So it's not exactly the same thing. But she's still definitely running on her name. Yeah, yeah. Right? People don't know her as an adult. Like, right. I that must have been jarring, right? Yeah, <laughs> like right. She shows up at the debate and everybody's expecting her yeah. with the big lollipop. Yeah. You know? But I wonder if that actually made things harder for women like Cynthia Nixon because, yeah. like, I've seen her boobs. Right? Like, that's weird. I guess. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody saw Melania's boobs. That did not affect Trump I've at all. I've never seen Melania's boobs. So, uh, besides that, <laughs> there's uh, Steve Largent, who was a wide receiver for the Seahawks. For, he was a famous wide receiver. He became a politician. Bullshit. Never heard of him. Yeah, Steve Largent. No. Uh, Jack Kemp, who ran, who was, ran for oh, vice yeah. president. He was a, He's an NFL Hall of Famer. Yeah. So, that's clearly how he got into oh, that. Herschel Walker right now. <laughs> the great Herschel Walker, who's out there just destroying his legacy <laughs> with every sentence out of his mouth. Oh, God. He's out there getting it done. The wrestler Kane. He became the mayor of some terrible city somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say the Raphael Warnock text that I'm getting seemed to indicate that that race is closer than it should I, be. <laughs> I keep hearing how close it is. I think he, I think Herschel Walker is going to win. Oh, and Herschel Jesus Walker Christ. cannot even form complete sentences. Oh my God. That guy's a maniac. 
Uh, who else is there? I'm try- I feel like there's been uh, there have been a lot more people, but it's mostly just like people's names keep getting floated. Yeah. Like Matthew McConaughey is going to run for <laughs> the governor of Texas or something. And I'm always like, Ugh, yeah. yeah. Ugh. But uh, but as far as like elected people, like there's still it's a fair number. Like Clint Eastwood was the mayor of some city out oh, here in he? California for a while. Um, yeah. I mean, again, but like. I don't think Clint Eastwood ever like took time off to do that. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel like it he wasn't was like, like a, sure, I'll be the man. It's not like Arnold has that eight-year hole in his resume where he wasn't making movies. Yeah. I think Clint was just still banging out movies, and he's like, yeah, all right, I'll be the mayor of <laughs> Carmel or wherever, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, little. I think little mayor elections or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, or little like county elections are different. But yeah. uh, the fact that these can be yeah. national figures who have actual, you know, say in yeah. important things that happen. Yeah, and they are just. You know, and, comedians and actors and, and sports of, figures is ridiculous. At least a couple of them are governors, and and they, uh, I I don't remember where I heard this, but it makes sense that being a governor is actually the best preparation you can get for being president because you're running yeah. an executive branch, yeah. and it, so it's the same jobs like senators and whatever yeah. that try and become presidents. It's harder because they're very different jobs. And weirdly, you don't see that many senators anymore become president. Like Biden's the first one I think since like who, Ford. Is that right? Obama. Oh, well, Obama was only a senator for, like, two years, though. Well, yeah, but he was still a senator. That's true. That's true. Okay, I forgot about Obama. Yeah. But, like, really, otherwise, everybody's a governor. Bush, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clinton. Yeah. B- old Bush wasn't a senator or a governor. He was, yeah. Like, he was in the CIA, but he was a, he was the vice president. Vice president, yeah. Reagan, Carter. Carter was the governor of Georgia? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's odd yeah. how much that happens. Well, Obama was kind of an outlier in a number of different ways. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I think, that, honestly, I just forget about Obama's time in the Senate because it was so short, you know. And again, like, really he, beca- short, yeah. he becomes this big national figure so quickly yeah. after, like, the Democratic Convention in 04, and then he's literally running for president three years later. Yeah, like, yeah. It just turns around so fast. Yeah. But, but yeah, it is pretty rare. Like, governors yeah. tend to be... That, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Which is odd, though, because, like, I don't even think there were that many governors running in 2020. Yeah. Like, even in that whole great big group, yeah. there were mostly senators and, like... yeah. The mayor of South Bend, like there were, right, there right, that right. Many, you know. I guess some of it probably also has to do with how, the importance of having a national name, yeah, and how that has skyrocketed over time. Oh yeah. Whereas like governors can sort of, I mean, look at all the all the Republicans that are getting floated for twenty twenty four that aren't Trump are all governors. Mostly governors, yeah. Um, there's not a lot of senators. Yeah. Whereas on the Democrat, I, I think part of, I, honestly, this is just totally Sarah's opinion, not formed in any sort of. Um, data but i i wonder if we're if the democratic uh, party is actually not encouraging governors to run because we need democratic governors so badly yeah. and if they're coming from any state that isn't like solidly blue that's going to elect another democratic governor like it's right. so, what's happening in the state houses matters so much that yeah. i almost wonder if that's part of it but Could be. Could um because i mean i don't know you would think florida if, if desantis runs and actually wins like they could get a, a democratic governor you know florida's pretty close yeah 50 50 pretty, pretty swing state yeah i mean i don't know the history of that office like off the yeah. top of my head but i'm sure they go back and forth a little bit yeah. like texas yeah like, there have been democratic governors of texas i think beto's gonna win this year so i mean okay, i mean it's close I so. but i think yeah. he's going to so anyway i think that there's uh you know i think there's a lot you can point to and blame reagan for yeah and you know a lot of the modern Republican Party, in a lot of ways, is yeah. Reagan's fault. The yep. the entire financial plan, all oh, Reaganomics God. and Trump yep. and everything. So, yep. did he, you see Reagan actually was anti-abortion at one point? Very technically. Oh, really? He like there was a bill while he was go- like early while he was governor in yeah. California that it was I think it was framed as sort of a like it wasn't just a straight you know uh, abortion ban abortion ban but he. Uh, no, it was that it was something that like he struck it down. So then abortion was actually legal in California oh. up until I think, well I think from that point on yeah. actually. So yeah. 
Um, but like, so technically, and then later he said like, oh, I wouldn't have yeah. signed this if I had known. And, you know, he became very anti-abortion. Yeah. But um, but at the time, like it was framed just right yeah. that he like kind of had to push it through. So Well, from what I've, uh, what I've. So technically he was, what I'm saying is technically he was pro-abortion pro- legislatively for a little while. You mean pro-choice? Pro-choice. Not, right. not pro, pro, yeah, not yeah. pro-abortion. Anti, that's what I said in the first place. Anti-abortion. Yeah, anti-abortion. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Well, from what I've read about, which is a fair amount about this, like abortion wasn't even really a political issue if you go back to when he, this would have been in the sixties and yeah. like, it was really viewed as a medical procedure. It wasn't until the right turned it into a political issue that it became a political issue. Yeah. But for a long time, like Ro, they say when Roe went into place, like it was a big win to protect the right, but it wasn't actually that political a decision because yeah. there wasn't this like strong anti-abortion movement until Roe. Yeah. And so, um, so that doesn't super surprise me yeah, because yeah. It, later it would have been like a right. terrible thing for him to do. Right. But at the think- time it didn't really matter. Yeah, was, I think yeah. once he gets becomes president, he can no like people would point back to this. Yeah, like, Look yeah. what you did. So I think that's why he had yeah. to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. But no, otherwise, like yeah, everything that you had said, he was anti welfare, anti protest, uh, Medicare, food stamps, the minimum wage, Peace Corps, the whole thing. Yeah. So I, I think uh, I think sixty seven is odd when you start to look at it like that because while you have that and that so clearly kicks off such a bad run of things. Yeah. You know, sixty seven did have some like nice wins politically as far as like which we're, I, I still want to talk about at some point but yeah. like Carl Stokes got elected the mayor of Cleveland he was the yeah. first black mayor of Cleveland yeah. and I think that he might be the first black mayor of a major American city like yeah. it, was, it was a big deal in 67 yeah and things like that so I yeah, think that that's totally. good but you know <laughs> for the purposes of this episode uh it's just Rick and <laughs> Yeah. So this is the West Coast episode. Thanks, California. Yeah. For giving us this douchebag. <laughs> and he was, he, was, he was from Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, America. <laughs> oh, jeez. Bedtime for Bonzo indeed. <laughs> uh, all right. So how do you want to go out? You want to do your Reagan impression? Oh, no. Yeah, I, you can do it. I can't. Ronald Reagan, uh... It, it, he's oh trying to God. sell sell me a box of Wheaties. You know, I only have like four impressions, and Reagan is not. I don't it's even really fully know what Reagan sounds like. You were alive when Reagan was around. Oh. I guess you were a little oh. kid. <laughs> it's just gonna be John Wayne. <laughs> I like how most of your other your impressions <laughs> default to John Wayne, which is, I believe, how we came up with the original John Wayne in It's a Wonderful Life bit. <laughs> I was trying to do Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, you were trying to do Jimmy Stewart, but it just comes out as John Wayne. And But he even says, like, the weird John Wayne line. Like, he's talking to Mary. He's like, hello, pretty lady. <laughs> That's my John That's Wayne. That's all you got. Hey, yeah. pretty lady. <laughs> what, you want the moon? <laughs> I gotta throw a lasso around it. I love when you do John Wayne and it's a wonderful life. I just it's think so it's, yeah. but but you started that bit. That's uh, actually from I you. Didn't, it, yeah. Unintentionally. Ronald Reagan and oh It's a Wonderful God. Life. Do you have that? Well, hey there, Nancy. <laughs> it's just a quiet John Wayne. That's all it is. It's whispering John Wayne. <laughs> I didn't realize that was where it would go. <laughs> well, these are Zuzu's pedals. <laughs> That's it. All right. So you don't have it? That's it. That's as far I as we got. It. I thought I thought that was wonderful. You did great, honey. All right, we're going to go back to vacationing. Yes. Uh, thank you for coming along on the West Coast episode. It's uh it's it's 2:30, right? Is that right? I think it's 2:30. Right. We're going to shower. Well, okay, why are you like, you're like, we've been in the pool all day. We've been in the pool all day. That makes it sound like we're a bunch of slobs. We're on vacation. Vacation slobs. Yeah, no. We've been in the pool all day. We're going to shower, then we're going to go to Joshua Tree. It's going to be really nice. That's the day. That's the day. Uh California uh, knows how to party. <laughs> Oh, that's the in the city of Palm Springs. In the, yeah, yeah, that's and that's what we're gonna do. 
I'm sorry. I feel like this was my fault. We sort of lost the thread here at the end. <laughs> All right. We did our best. Thanks, everybody. This has been It Happened One Year. Come find us on MySpace. We'll make you our top friend. Doc, you gotta believe me. Then tell me, future boy, <laughs> who's president of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? The actor? <laughs> then who's vice president? Jerry Lewis? <laughs> <laughs>